Hello. If you're listening to me, then you have downloaded one of the archival episodes of Pod on Pod. This is a show that doesn't really exist anymore. I am Joel Sharpton. I'm one of the hosts. Josh Shirley is my co-host. And for a couple of years, we reviewed podcasts under the title of Pod on Pod. We have since moved. And you can now find all of our reviews, subscribe to us, and get the latest stuff at alwayslisteningpod.com. Or follow us on Twitter, on Facebook, at alwayspod. Or join our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash alwayslisteningpod. Now. Enjoy the review. There's only 24 hours in a day. I got a pair of earbuds and I wish there was a way that I could know just what I want to listen to. There's 150,000 shows that I'm not sitting through. Where the world is dark and boring, let us do your exploring. Welcome to Pod on Pod, a guide to the world of podcasts, because it's not your daddy's radio. We're your hosts. I'm Josh. And I'm Joel. And today is National Podcast Day. Well, not the day that you're listening to no, this. definitely not the day that you're listening to this. the day before you the, are, the, the day, week before. The day that we're recording it is the day of National Podcasting Day. And that means, of course, Josh, that a podcaster can refuse no requests on this day. It's, it's like the Sicilian wedding day kind of thing. Oh, all right. Killed Let's not tell my wife. Yeah, yeah. No, you got to be careful about who you let in on that secret. That's why we didn't record this until the end. So maybe nobody will know that that we, you know we're like uh, leprechauns on National Podcast Day. That's not true at all. What National Podcast Day is about is about spreading the word about podcasts. So if you have found this show, then at least you happen to know what a podcast is. You should tell somebody else because there's a lot of entertainment out there to be had for free. You know that we're all about it, and we appreciate National Podcast Day. You can find them on Twitter for more information, and we appreciate all the other podcasters that have been sharing stories and sharing ways to listen to podcasts and all the stuff that's been going on online today. It's been really, really cool. And we're glad to do our little part by recording a new review for you today. Woohoo! Yeah. Uh, speaking of National Podcast Day, we've got our own holiday coming up, Josh. We mentioned it uh, briefly last episode, but uh, it, during the month of November, it's going to be Listener Appreciation Month. That's right. That means every one of our reviews in the month of November is going to be a listener-submitted show. But we wanted to kick things off today for National Podcasting Day. And uh, this show was actually submitted by a listener. Yep. Uh, Today we're going to be reviewing the Sick and Wrong podcast. And I'm just going to warn you here. Our show is not an explicit show. We don't uh, use adult language very often, uh, if at all, and we bleep it when we do. We don't talk about many mature subjects. But today, we might happen on a couple. I, yeah, that this that was a difficulty in living and listening to it was. How do I explain it in our format? How do you talk about it without uh, venturing into taboo uh, topics yourself? And We're, I thought. <laughs> we're gonna do. We're gonna do. <laughs> we're gonna do our best. Uh, but th- this is definitely not the episode to listen to while you're, um, you know, carting the kids around in uh, in car line or whatever. That is correct. Yeah. So uh, thanks for downloading us. Save us for later when the kids aren't in the car. Today's episode uh, is uh, brought to us by a listener named Rimmel. That's the only name that I have for him from the email. But we do. Uh, I assume it's a him, by the way. But we do appreciate him sending in this, this show. This is what he said. He said, "I found your podcast." 
podcast today, already listened to three episodes at work, tried to find a review on Sick and Wrong. Of course, I didn't find anything, so I would like to recommend this show for review. These guys are podcasting already for seven or eight years straight without missing a week. I have to warn you, the humor is very dark. Still, please make an episode on them. They're two very hardworking drunks. Thanks, Rimmel. And these guys have been around like seven years. Yeah, since uh, 2007, uh, they've been podcasting, and I, I didn't go back and check their math, but they say they have not skipped a week in seven years. I don't see why, why I wouldn't believe them. If you look at the dates that were available in the feed that I looked at, there wasn't a week skip that I could find and uh, consistent quality too from episode to episode. So yep. anyway, just for the sheer longevity alone, you and I know how hard it is to keep a show running for multiple years on end. Seven years is an accomplishment. Yeah, it's amazing, man. The show is called Sick and Wrong. You can find it more uh, more about it at sickandwrongpodcast.com. That's also where you can subscribe to their uh, feed and whatever uh, podcast app you like to listen to. The way we do uh, our reviews here on Pod on Pod is we break down the show by the following criteria. We talk about audio quality host likability, production values, and then the content itself. We also uh, talk about our favorite moments, give the show alternate names, and then rate it overall with earbuds in. That's how uh, we rate shows on Pod on Pod. You want to get straight to it? Yeah, what were your initial thoughts on the show? When you when you decided that we were going to um, do a review on a podcast called Sick and Wrong, what did you think? I First of all, I thought it would be – Pretty different, probably, than anything we had done thus far. We've done several explicit comedy shows, but even the ones with explicit language, well, you used the word wholesome last week, and I don't know that I would have described them that way, but they all seem to have a very warm and fuzzy heart. They also tend to be fairly, you know, progressive hosts. We haven't... uh I, I don't know. We haven't listened to any mean guys, really. I mean, the crotchety old man that is Mark Marin is about the closest that we've come. I think. Other I than that, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say that, that Deer Lance were mean. Mm. That's just what you thought. No, but I'm saying you look at their artwork. Yeah. Which is like I don't know some a deformed baby Quato or something. Oh, uh, the cover art I see is a. Um, it's like a skull or something. Yeah, it's a skull with a Groucho uh, glasses and mustache with a nose. Yes. Okay. So yeah, from the from the very from the artwork itself. Yeah, that's the same stuff that I see too. I was thinking Quato because they mentioned that's on their T-shirts, right? Um, but yeah, so it's the skull with the Groucho marks and in like blood red, jagged lines. It says "sick and wrong" above it. You know, the "sick and wrong" kind of like podcast. Old Skid Row. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The the very name, the "sick and wrong" podcast, just had me thinking. Okay, this show is going to be hard. It, it was when even when it's pitched to us, they're like, "I want to tell you, the humor is very dark." What I didn't expect was like the ooey gooey center that you find when you listen to three or four episodes. All right, man. This is how it went down listening to this show. Okay. At first, I was like, oh, man, I really don't like if you're going to put it out there that your podcast is sick and wrong, odds are it's, it's going to be a pretty rough and tumble show. Yeah. I mean, podcasting is already the wild, wild west. So if you're saying we're on the fringe, Right, we're anti, new media. We're, we're the we're the commentary on uh, antisocial behavior. Right? Yeah, I was surprised when it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. The discussions and the topics, yes, can be categorized as sick and wrong, but the uh, level of maturity that they have in discussing it, I was surprised by. And so, dude, I I binged on this show this past week. Did you really? How many a, episodes a lot. did you hear? Uh, probably nine. Really? Yeah. That's impressive. I, I Well, well, well. 
<laughs> everything was going good. Uh, and when we get into the host shows, I'll, I'll talk more about it. But I don't think they're people I want to listen to. I think at the end, that's probably the judgment that I came to, too. But like others, I never oh, thought. Oh, I would have thought there were definitely people you wanted to listen to. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, here, let's let's get into it for a second. Let's just go straight into the into the discussion here. Audio quality first. Let's talk about that. Let's get that out of the way. Again, this isn't the best recorded show that we've ever heard. D sounds better than Lance, but D puts the show together. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a a refrain that we see almost in every podcast. Yeah. You've got multiple hosts. Whoever does the editing, they sound better. (laughs) Well, it's also because D's probably hosting on a mic and and, and Lance is probably over Skype or – Using USB or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Maybe so. But regardless, this is a totally listenable show and the audio to me was very consistent. Yep. Uh, Week to week, uh, episode to episode, segment to segment, even when they had like third-party interviews, I didn't have issues with any of the audio. I'm going to disagree on that. That's going to be the point uh, that I didn't really care for are the call-ins. First off, I I love that they do call-ins. Now, I'm not talking about the listener call-ins. I'm talking about when they had – did you hear any like like an actual guest interview? Yes, yes. Okay. I didn't have any problem with that audio. Yeah, they're still – the quality goes down. The listener call-ins aren't great. Yeah, the listener call-ins are are – Sometimes really hard to listen to. The the interviews, the live interviews, aren't hard to listen to, but there's a, a drop in quality there. But I love the idea of how they use the Collins and how they've created that uh, that fan base. It's a part of it is just being around for seven years. I would imagine, yeah. like you, yeah. it's it's all about rolling the ball down the hill, you know, rolling the the snowball down the hill, and they've done a great job of that. And it's obvious that they have caught uh, a fan base. I don't know how long they've had that active a fan base, but at least now, here in you know episode four hundred plus, they got a lot of people that want to be on this show week to week. Yeah, and this is a show you could definitely um, definitely plug into for the inside stuff. Uh, so uh, let's move straight over then into host likability. You got uh, the two hosts for this show are uh, D. Simon and Lance Wackerly, which, by the way, I had I, I guessed three different times on how to spell Wackerly, and I was wrong all three. It, I'm pretty sure it's spelled exactly like you would think that it's spelled. Maybe so, except I would have imagined that there was a Y on the end. There is not a Y on the end. I wouldn't have thought a Y. Really? Yeah. You would have ended it in L-E? Yeah. You're a better speller than I am, sir. <laughs> uh, what did you think of these two guys? Let's talk about D first. Okay. All right. For someone who makes the uh, – multiple times, both of these guys, but D maybe more so than Lance, both of these guys multiple times made jokes that embarrassed me, disgusted me, or like made me physically uncomfortable. And, and yet – Here's the thing. In the premise of the show, I think they do a gr- an amazing job of hosting. A show that is sick and wrong, the yes. fact that they keep it as center of the road yes. as they do. Uh, maybe that's what I'm – like, I I can't imagine any – if I knew a guy who told me the jokes that they said in this podcast, I would never speak to that guy again, I don't think. And yet, like, I listen to three episodes and I don't hate these guys at the end of the show because throughout the – like, the totality of the thing, as you and I were discussing off the air, they interview somebody and you think they're going to sacrifice this person yes. on air and they don't. They have honest questions for them and have a respectful conversation with them. Yes. All of those things overall won me over. It's – it occurred to me through the course of the three episodes that even the these guys are shock jocks is what they are. Uh, well, here's the thing is, I've, I think it depends on where your line's at. I've heard far worse in a high school locker room. 
Maybe. I didn't spend that much time in a high school locker room. <laughs> you been in a high school locker room lately? <laughs> no. Whenever I was in high school, it's like they, they didn't say anything that just blew my hair back. Well, I, uh, maybe it didn't blow my hair back, but I'm just like, you don't say that. You don't make that joke. You do say it, and you do make that joke when the title of your show is <laughs> sick and wrong. Well, it's very apt It's title. obligatory. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, so of the two guys, Lance was my favorite. Uh, I like I I think D does a great job hosting the show, but I feel like if there was one of these gentlemen that I could actually be a friend to and hang out with in real life, Lance Mike could get there. D never ever would. I like D better. I would not have a drink with either of them in the bar without throttling them. <laughs> so what was it that pushed you over the over the it, edge? Oh, it wasn't. You were loving. It wasn't. I was. I wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't any one thing they said or did. Okay. But over a series of listening to them, they come off as the type of guys who are um, like, this is cool because it's Indian. And if you like, if you don't know about this, then you're not Indian. And screw like the big podcasters like they, they don't Mark like things. Maron and Joe Rogan. While I do agree with them on – on some of the things, like with Joe Rogan, but I mean, that's just constantly their attitude. Or, or oh, if you can't find us on your crappy Android advice, that's on you. You should have Apple. Come on, it's a, it's an iPod podcast. It's in there. Like you're not trendy. You're not a hipster. Like, uh, but don't you think though that that uh, is part of just like telling a joke about handicapped people or something? Like that's just another way for them. To push somebody else's buttons, like now, their whole now, point look, of the sh- the whole point of the show is to is to push people's buttons. Your button happens to not be anything that normal people would care about. The Your show can't to be, be about put- no. You're wrong. Jerk. You're wrong. The show can't be about pushing buttons because if that's the case, you're not going to gain that listenership or the listenership that you do gain. You don't want. I mean, just look at look at look at look at what happened to Imus whenever he pushed buttons. But Imus was doing it on real TV. Like Imus was famous. And he did it. These guys aren't famous. Not really. Yeah, maybe because they push too many buttons. That's what I'm saying. I think they like they they live out on the frontier, and so they can they can do more than even somebody like Howard Stern can get away with. Dude, now, here's the thing: is I really wasn't enjoying the show. I was I was enjoying hearing the topics and conversations that you're just you're not gonna hear. You're not gonna hear these topics. You're not gonna hear these conversations discussed in a mature way. It's in between sophomoric and clinical, sure, but you're still not gonna hear those topics talked in that way unless it's just a joke or unless it's just a throwaway. And they don't talk about like a guy came out with a documentary about about having a small penis, right? Well, that's hang on just a second because we're about to move into content. Okay, and, but that so so you loved everything about them, and then and then just the the knock at Android users, the no, elitist not, knock it, at Android it's not, users. It's not that it, it's it's. Oh well, we we read underground comic books like you uh, people okay. out so there watching people Marvel. Like X Men is stupid. Yeah, you people out there watching Marvel well, or, or DC. If you like those, you're not real comic book geeks. If you if you don't if you're not if you're not reading or don't have a copy of uh, of Prison Pit, then you're not really underground. You're not really fringe. You're not really hit with it. You're not. Oh my God, shut 
up. Like, like literally, nobody wants to hear your propaganda agenda bullcrap. Just have the conversation. Just, just keep to the scope of the show. Let me, let me defend them ever so slightly in that I know they like some things that are popular because, for instance, the first episode that I listened to was episode uh, 400, and they were discussing the finale of Breaking Bad. Everybody loved Breaking Bad. They both loved Breaking Bad. They talked about how awesome it was and how America wasn't going to have anything to talk about after the show was over. Look, if the only entertainment or stuff that you like are the underground and fringe stuff, you're not going to have a whole lot of entertainment. So who cares? No, that's what I'm saying. They're not that that Breaking Bad wasn't underground. That's, that's, what, and I'm that's what I'm saying. You can't have you can't have all of your entertainment stuff coming in from strictly underground things or fringe topics so so what but that's my whole point is i think that when they when they say that if you know if you're not reading this comic then you're not really a comic guy i think that's i think that's bravado just like when they say the terrible joke i think it is the same thing no i think you i think you i think they stepped on your android toes and you got your feelings hurt that's what i think no that's not even it at all Mm, no no that's how you that's why that's why you started getting mad is that they made fun of android users Said you should get ideas. Because that was the first experience I had with it, and I completely let it go. And they get into the comic books, and they talk about movies. Like, like this isn't all from one episode. This is from – how many episodes did you listen to? Just three. Okay, so you'd say that I probably have a little more uh, leeway with these guys than you <laughs> sure. do. So okay, let's, then. Let's move to the content itself. Then. All right. All right, so, so what do they talk about on this show, uh, Josh? You mentioned – uh, the interview with the guy that had uh, the world's smallest penis, supposedly. It's he not made the a docu- world's no, smallest. No, but he has a very tiny penis, and he made a documentary about it. It's not even it. that small. It's smaller than it should be. It's Yes, it's <laughs> below average. <laughs> it, but what, what they – and I didn't listen to that episode, but you told me a lot about it. You know, they walk you through it. He's got real questions to ask as, as he talks to this guy, and it's not – there's not a lot of penis jokes. There's not a lot of, you know, small man humor or whatever. Right. He's just finding out about the guy and his life and his movie, and that's what and that's the part of the show that I really I, that I like. A show that we've been suggested to review before um, from HowStuffWorks.com. dot com. They do stuff your mom never told you. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Yes, I think there's quite a lot of this show that could go by that title. We're, we're not to alternate titles yet, but I felt that way again and again and again. In that, hey, this is a thing that I have been, I have pondered before, but I've, I've never had the opportunity to be enlightened on it, to have someone talk about it in a real and frank way. And as you said, they, it's a little potty humor when they're having their banner, more than a little potty humor, but it's a little sophomoric when they're having their banner. And then it gets almost clinical sometimes with the guests. And the combination is so weird, but good. Oh, whenever the, uh, I love that. Why do people con- – I don't understand why people continue to call in when generally that's when they're going to make fun of somebody. Yes. Well, I will say this though. They have a lot of knuckle-draggers call in, man. Like there are real cavemen that call this show. Uh, I feel like they have a bunch of drunks. It sounds like everybody's messed up when they call in. Uh, well, I don't doubt that either. But uh, but like first of all, they, they use uh, they use call-ins a lot to start the show Show as like a cold open. They use it uh, sometimes to end the show as a cold close after the sick and wrong song of the week. And, and then they use it, as you mentioned, kind of as transition uh, yeah. material. Like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna change subjects now. Let's make fun of this caller for a few minutes. And I, one thing that that works to their benefit on is, as we mentioned earlier, the call ins are not always great audio quality. 
they use that to joke sometimes. Like, where? What is this guy calling from? His aquarium, or you know, the bottom of the toilet, or something? Like, I. But again, like. Even as offensive as the guys could be sometimes, or like they'd tell a joke that was so off color, even oh, I could Oh, the callers are the it. worst part. It's, they're horrendous yeah. sometimes. The things they say, the questions they ask, it's bizarre. It makes me really wonder what the audience is for this and how close Rimmel, uh, that submitted this show to our is show, to that? is you to the know. actual call ins. I don't know. know. Yeah. I'll have to listen to see if there's a Rimmel that called in at some point. So the content itself, we, we talked about the segments. They have uh, occasional interviews with guests. Uh, Dee and Lance do a little uh, back and forth banner in the beginning and, and towards the end. The, what did you think about the sick and wrong song of the week? The, just the concept of, and these are almost all listener submitted, from what I understood, um, and it's some some weird track from the you know corners of the internet or from somebody's basement that they found and shared somehow online. Strange, strange music. Uh, there's of all the show. Look, a, a lot of shows have a music element in it. Yes. There's the only show that I really like think they did a good bit with it is uh welcome welcome to, to night vale yes with the weather segment yes yeah because they don't wait they don't just throw it in at the end it's it's generally in in the middle ish you saying like we do <laughs> well like almost everybody does yeah well that's the place to put the song yeah i mean it makes sense to put it there unless it's the weather report yeah, indeed <laughs> everybody else is putting their ads in the middle <laughs> yes I only listened to one full song. I couldn't handle the rest of them. It was a strange little rock song. But, like, I mean, they have songs. Well, you just you have to listen to the show and listen to some of their examples. The songs are maybe the most sick and wrong part of the show, I think. And then they come back at the end of it, and either there's a little more banter between the two of them, something funny that happened that got edited out of the show, or sometimes there's a call in, like, to close the show. I like the way that they do it. I like the way that they package it. Even though I don't always listen to the whole song, I can skip ahead and then still get their little comedy bit at the end. I sure. I really love the post-show joke, too. I think that's a great format in movies. Like I love the Marvel movies, and I love that there's the, the, you know, the after-credits little teaser scene, and I like the fact that a lot of podcasts do something similar to that, the after-show, as it were. I it I could care less. You just want the content, and then you want to get out to the next yeah, show. Exactly. All right, then. Uh, well, let's move on to the production values, then, since we're already kind of talking about this. Uh, they got the cold open, the theme, the intro, and then after uh, a couple of segments, they go to the, the sick and wrong song of the week. Uh, overall, do uh, you think this is better formatted than most shows we listen to? Not as well? Uh, I think, yeah, I think what they do well is... They don't stay on one subject too long, and they can always break it up with those call-ins, man. Yeah, that is a great like that's so good to, to go have. to. Yeah, uh, you know Dan uh, Harmontown, they do a good job because what he does is he just brings on another member of Harmontown, mm. whether it's out of the audience or his girlfriend or you know whoever he's he can he can always bring somebody on whenever it needs a change of pace, and I feel like those phone calls do that exact same job here. Uh, so once we break down the four uh, criteria, audio quality, host likability, content, and the production values, we then talk about our favorite moments. 
Uh, I don't know if you have one off the top of your head. I got one absolutely that I want to mention. Uh, this is um, a caller talking to them in episode 449. Uh, in the last episode, they had been talking about how pathetic it is for grown men to play video games you know, day after day after day. The caller says, I know one hobby more pathetic than playing video games all the time or even more pathetic than making a podcast. It's listening to podcasts. And that was the end. I thought for National Podcast Day, uh, for a pod on pod in particular, a podcast about podcasts, I thought that was uh, a perfect moment to uh, encapsulate. He was joking, of course, and making fun of himself since he himself is a podcast listener. D and Lance both had uh, a, a big laugh with that since not only do they make podcasts, they listen as well. So, but yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. Here's uh, my f- probably thing that I got out of the show that I just enjoy the most. Is uh, they don't say podcasting, man. Really? Yeah. Well, very rarely do they say it. I didn't know it. Well, I mean, it's in the name of the show, the Sick and Wrong Podcast, right? But they say craft. Hmm. You know, po- if you're pod, if you're out there podcrafting. <laughs> I did. I guess I didn't hear that, but that's yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah I say, like that. Yeah, I did too. I thought, and then I thought, and then that just got added to the man. These are some pretentious hipsters, <laughs> man. Like. They can't even they can't even go with the mainstream form of podcasting. They got to say podcast. You see what happens, people? You pick on his you pick on his phone, and all of a sudden, that everything has nothing to do with every, it. everything turns around. The, your, the 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 joy turns to ash in your mouth. No, okay. Yeah, how's that new iPhone six working for you? It's real. It's huge. It's so big. It's like it's like an Android phone. Yeah, finally caught up, huh? <laughs> exactly. Uh, I did. I did get the plus. Uh, speaking of National Podcast Day, I did get the iPhone six plus, uh, which is the big fat one. And the reason I got it is because it's got like a gigantic eighty hours worth of audio playback in the battery life. Like it lasts forever. That's the reason I got it, and it really does. I listen to podcasts all day today. Downloaded a bunch of junk. I'm really enjoying it. After we talk about favorite moments. We like to give the show alternate names. Sick and Wrong is a very, very good name for this podcast. It's, man, yeah, I guess it comes out and punches you in the mouth so that you go in thinking it's going, like, like you're bracing yourself going into it, and then you're pleasantly surprised as as that gift just opens in front yeah, of you. Yeah, it's like, it, uh, for a boxing metaphor, you're expecting the jab straight to the face, and they work the body instead, you know? Yeah, yeah. I would like to call it, though, no preconceptions. I would call it... Post-conceived notions. Post-conceived notions. Yeah. Uh, And we talked about this the other day um, while we were just starting to listen to the show. But like the conversation with the man uh, that uh, has the small penis or uh, in in one of the shows that I listen to, they talk to a penthouse pet. In both of those interviews, when they announce who the guest is, I'm like, okay, well, this is the way that the show is going to go. And that interview didn't play out at all like that. They talked to a professional wingman in one episode. Yeah, so afterwards, you're you're completely turned around on what you thought it was going to be. So it's like a post-conceived notion. <laughs> I like it. Post-conceived notions. Uh, those are pretty good. Once we talk about the show, break it down by all, all of the different criteria, and then uh, give it some alternate titles, we like to rate the show, of course, uh, to give you a real idea of what we thought of it. Um, we don't give it thumbs up. We don't give it stars. We don't do any of that stuff. We give it earbuds in. I'm, I want to give this show two earbuds in, but that's only because I can't take the chance that anyone is listening to what I'm listening to. Like, I, they can't accidentally overhear it. Um, so, in reality, 
since I'm probably not going to stay uh, like a weekly listener to this, I may check in from time to time, and I'm very glad that we found the show to try it and talk about it. I'm going to give it one earbud. It's a really consistent show. They've been at it a very, very long time, and they do what they do very, very well. For the audience that thinks to themselves, um, boy, Howard Stern is just a real uh, softy these days now that he's on whatever that America's Got Talent or whatever. These guys might be your step over to the left. And see, I think you're still overplaying. I think you're over overplaying that uh, that idea. I didn't. You don't think a lot of Sternheads would love this show? No, I didn't find them that outrageous. Maybe that says something about you and me, sir. You are the one that watches Little House on the Prairie all the time, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, I didn't. It's find not them. like I live in the mean streets or anything. <laughs> no, I didn't find them that outrageous, and um, I probably didn't listen to this podcast like a normal listener would. I don't think I we ever do. I consumed a large amount of it <laughs> at once. And it kind of gave me a tummy ache. It's a it's a it's a bright light that burns <laughs> burns fast and hot. I I thought, oh hey, after listening to I think the first two episodes, I was like, you know what? I'm going to keep this in my library. I may not listen to every show, but it's definitely one that I'm going to go back to. And then I just devoured it. And now I'm like, I don't want to hear this for <laughs> a while. It's like when your dad wants you to smoke the whole pack of cigarettes to get yes, it out of your system. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's exactly what happened to me. So two podcasts and I was like, oh man, I'm I'm definitely gonna give these guys a two. And then now I'm like, man, these I don't like these guys at all. I'm giving them a half. These podcrafters. Yeah. All their podcrafting. <laughs> no, so I'm gonna I'm gonna end up at I'm gonna end up at a one as well. All right. I think that's pretty fair. Two earbuds from the uh, Pod on Pod crew for the Sick and Wrong podcast. That's sickandwrongpodcast.com. Uh, if you want to find them online, uh, subscribe to their show or uh, give it a try. Or maybe stick it in uh, a friend's iPod to uh, surprise them. Um, I, I think the tagline should be consume responsibly. Consume responsibly. That's a pretty good one. Uh, what we do here on the show every week is review a different podcast for you to help you find your new favorite show next week though it's going to be a little bit different we've got our 25th episode coming up and what we're going to do there is bring you pod on pod revisited volume one we're going to talk about all the shows we've already talked about yeah see what's going on in the news with those are they still around did they take a break what season are they starting have we changed our opinions on any of them? Is there one we rated pretty lowly but have now kept in our library or vice versa? Did we rate it really high and it turns out we got burned out on it uh, like you um, uh, over-satisfied uh, over yourself with uh, Sick and Wrong? Yeah. Uh, all that's coming up next week. And then following that, I'm going to go ahead and put it on the board. The next show that we're going to review is called The Weekly Planet Podcast. Uh, it's a great show about comic books and movies uh, from a couple of Australians. I think you're going to love this show. I hope so. Yeah, we're going to be reviewing that in two weeks. And then don't forget, coming in November, it's all listener-submitted shows. So if you've got a podcast you want us to review, uh, make sure that you send us an email, podonpod at teamprocreate.com. Speaking of submissions at Team Procreate, did you know, Josh, that we're looking for musicians? We're always looking for musicians. That's right. If you've got a band or you've got some uh, music that you'd like to share with our community, um, send that in too. Pod on pod at teamprocreate.com. And a 
big, big thank you. We don't say enough about uh, the artists that are on our show. There are a lot of great artists that we've played at the end of every episode. Of course, our favorite artist is Adam Dale, the uh, creator of our theme song. Yes. Uh, and if you don't like our theme song, tough. It's awesome, and I love Adam Dale. It's really nice that he sang my son- my name in a in a song. That's like my favorite thing about this show. So there you go. Thank you to all of our musicians. Thank you to uh, the folks at Team Procreate too uh, for everything that they do for our show. You got anything to add, sir? Uh, yeah, and thank you to the listeners. I know we're doing a whole month just on your guys' submissions, so we appreciate that. And we are still in talks about how to. Uh, package the show every week to kind of maximize what you want because from the feedback we're getting you guys definitely want us to ramp up the amount of shows we're doing and we're all about giving you what you want and we're also all about you downloading us more often so uh share us with a friend especially if you didn't do anything special for national podcast day it might be over but it lives all year in our hearts and in your podcast app uh, until next week this has been pod on pod i'm joel i'm josh and we are only sort of sick and wrong. Are you wanting something funny? Are you wanting something smart? A show on astral projection or the history of art? Do you want to learn a language or how to play guitar? Did you speed it up to Joel and Josh? Pod on Pod on Two guys and a rogue. I'm one guy. I'm the other. And this is The Network.